Are you struggling with a toxic person in your life? Maybe it's your boss, a friend, or even a family member. Well, you're not alone. The truth is, we all have some troublemakers in our lives. You know, those people who want to stir up strife and seem to thrive on drama. Well, navigating through toxic relationships can be downright draining. I get it. It's tempting to want to straighten this person out. And while we can't stop toxic people, we can stop their toxicity from getting in you. Well, if you are ready to say goodbye to guilt and hello to healthy boundaries, then I want to invite you to my new course on how to deal with toxic people God's way. In this course, you will learn the five types of toxic people, the difference between broken and toxic behavior, the four types of boundaries and which are best for you, how to overcome the fear of confrontation, and most of all, you will learn the practical tools on how to interact with these people so that you can grow in strength and get rid of the guilt. When avoiding this person isn't an option, God may be using them to help you grow, and I would be honored to walk this journey with you. My friend, I believe that you can shift your suspicion that you can change this person to the biblical understanding of love. Will you let me help you? Building Faith Podcast from Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring biblically-based messages and lessons on how to apply God's Word into your everyday life. Well, hey, my friend, welcome back to the Building Faith Podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. I am your host, Chris Reese, and my mission, as always, will be to help you apply God's Word to your everyday life. Today, we are in episode 94, and we are talking about how to stand firm in your faith. Look, at one point or another, every Christian struggles in their faith. Even some of the greatest warriors in the Bible wrestled with their faith. And things can happen in life that challenge our faith. So the question is not if our faith will be challenged, it's when. And whether you've experienced the loss of a loved one, a health crisis, or disappointments both big and small, it can be difficult to persist in faith. But instead of caving under the weight, there are some tactics that you can employ to ensure that you come out even stronger. And today, I want to talk to you about 10 tactics that can help you stand firm in your faith when the waves of life hit. Number one, expect trouble. John 16, made it so clear. I have told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. At what point did Christians attach the belief that if I follow Christ, everything should just go smoothly in my life? This certainly didn't come from the early church because those who followed Jesus suffered great persecution. So why should we be exempt? Romans 8.17 reminds us, and since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are able to share his glory, we must also share his suffering. Number two, have no plan B. In order to enjoy rock-solid faith, you can't have a backup plan. You will always have one foot in and one foot out, ready to bolt at the first sign of distress. And I remember a time that I was struggling so much in my faith that I cried out to God, and the words of the Apostle Peter came to mind. The words in John 6, 68, Lord, 
To whom shall I go? You have the words of eternal life. And number three, strive for trust. When we strive for trust over understanding, our faith grows in leaps. Look, God's ways are far above our ways, and he knows the end from the beginning. That's why we are instructed to not lean on our own understanding, Proverbs 3, 5. And if your trust is dependent upon your understanding, well, then your faith is going to be tossed about like the waves. Number four, check your source. Where your approval comes from is where your faith will be. Are you truly having faith in God or in something or someone else? Perhaps it's your boss, your spouse, or even your children. Galatians 1.10 says, Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Number five, submit to God. Satan loves to try to destroy your faith. You want to send Satan packing? Then follow James 4, 7. And it says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. My friend, if you are faltering on your, in your faith, it is likely that you're trying to fight Satan without being fully submitted to God. Number six, pray. Prayer is our greatest weapon in the battle. It is also our greatest form of communication. And Matthew 21, 22 reminds us that whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if, say that with me, if you have faith. This tells me that God expects us to use this powerful form of communication and the power behind it is not in our words. It's in our faith. Number seven, arm yourself. There is a battle going on right now for your faith. The enemy wants to get you to believe that God cannot be trusted, even if just in that little area. And that is why Ephesians 6.1 is so hardy in its appeal to put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the devil's schemes. If you are not armed daily with the belt of truth, the breastplate, plate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, and the shield of faith, you will be a sitting duck for the enemy to come and pluck every ounce of faith from your life. Number eight, fight. In 1 Timothy 6, 12a, Paul is telling Timothy to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness, and to fight the good fight of faith. Faith is worth pursuing and fighting for. If you want to be a warrior in the kingdom, then you need to stand up and fight for your faith. And number nine, read. Romans ten seventeen reminds us that faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of God. And usually in our faith struggles, we tend to run from the word of God when that's the time that we really need to run to the Word of God. God's Word is alive, and He will use it to speak to you personally. And there have been countless times where God has helped me in my faith by showing me the many, many men and women in the Bible who were struggling just like me. And God came through for them, and He's going to come through for you. 
And number 10, check yourself. Are you letting your feelings lead your faith? Are you trying to please man over God? Is your faith faltering? Then it's likely that you are questioning God instead of questioning your faith. Follow God, not your feelings. Look, you may not feel like God loves you or feel like your promises are going to come to pass, but it's crucial during these times that you check yourself. You put your doubt into proper place. To expect that we won't doubt is going to be foolish, but that does not mean that the minute doubt comes in that we give it full reign. You really want to check that doubt when it comes in. A lot of times we have a tendency to question God before we question ourselves. Look, faith is a lifelong journey, and you might be saying, I've been praying, I've been fighting, I've been trusting. Then, my friend, I want to encourage you to keep on. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I do know that God will show up. Well, my friend, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope that you have enjoyed our time as much as I have. If so, would you please consider subscribing and leaving a rating? I would greatly appreciate it. But before we go, I want to invite you to join us for our free five-day Mountain Moving Faith devotional. I believe that this devotional will help you to get you on the track for renewing your faith and understanding that you too have mountain-moving faith on the inside of you. So I will go ahead and include a link in the description section on the website as well as the show notes. Well, until next time, remember, all things are possible. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E dot com forward slash podcast podcast.